Hey, this isn't how the show usually starts. Yeah, it's not. But this is Tony Thaxton. Hi, everybody. Just want to let you know, uh, this week should be the 100th episode of Bizarre Albums. But I felt like that needs proper respect and time. So I'm giving myself another week to work on this episode because it's it's probably the most requested episode uh, of the show so far. The thing people want me to cover the most. And that would be Chris Gaines. People ask for it all the time. Finally doing it. But the thing is, there's a lot of stuff out there about this. And I got a lot of stuff to go through, a lot of stuff to watch, a lot of stuff to listen to. So I need some more time. I vow to be back next week with a brand new episode. But for now, to hold you over, this is going to be a Bizarre Singles episode from a while back over on Patreon. So I hope you enjoy this. I didn't want to leave you empty-handed. But I'll be back next week for the 100th episode of Bizarre Albums. Let's go to me right now. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great song. But I also love those strange songs that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Singles. The horror-comedy anthology series Tales from the Crypt debuted on HBO on June 10, 1989. It was actually based on an EC Comics comic book of the same name that ran from 1950 to 1955. The comics actually had several different names before finally being renamed Tales from the Crypt for issue number 20. The books were popular, but in the mid-1950s, comics were under attack from parents, school teachers, and the church, claiming that comics caused illiteracy and juvenile delinquency. In 1954, the Congressional Subcommittee hearings on the effects of comic books on children really hurt the industry, leading to EC Comics discontinuing Tales from the Crypt, with its final issue coming out in early 1955. The host of the HBO series, known as The Crypt Keeper, even made his debut in the comics, back when it was called Crime Patrol in issue number 15. Back then, he was depicted as a scary hermit with long white hair hiding most of his face. Eventually, he evolved more into the pun-loving horror host that we saw on the HBO series. When I think of you, my heart goes flopsy as I contemplate your sweet autopsy. Your skin is green and blue, whatever would I do without my fine cadaver? The love in which I know I'll fall starts with the uncandest cut of all. The Crypt Keeper was voiced by actor and comedian John Kassir. Kassir had some experience doing sketch comedy in his hometown of Baltimore, but he didn't really consider himself a stand-up. Yet in 1984, Star Search approached him for their comedy competition. The judges are voting. We're ready to meet his comedy challenger. From Baltimore, here's John Kassir. And he won. Challenger, John Kassir receives three and a half stars. A new winner. But here's the thing. He didn't just win. 
he beat Rosie O'Donnell in the semifinals. And then in the finals, he beat Sinbad. And I hate standing behind people at McDonald's. People act like they ain't never been in McDonald's. Got the same menu. And the menu on the left side is the same as the menu on the right. And you got some food going, uh, give me a, let me see if you have a, you know what they got. Get a double cheeseburger. Tales from the Crypt wasn't Kassir's first time in an HBO series. In season two, he joined the cast of First and Ten, one of HBO's first attempts at a sitcom. While still being in First and Ten, he auditioned for the voice of the Crypt Keeper, reportedly beating out both Michael Winslow from the Police Academy movies and the voice of Roger Rabbit, Charles Fleischer. (laughs) The show ended up running for seven seasons, was nominated for several Emmys, and its success led to two movies. The first, Demon Knight, had a successful enough theatrical run in 1995 that Universal Studios greenlit a trilogy of Tales from the Crypt movies. But after Bordello of Blood bombed critically and commercially in 1996, the third film, Ritual, wasn't released until 2002. But it wasn't just films. It also led to multiple TV spin-offs, including, of all things, a Saturday morning cartoon entitled Tales from the Crypt Keeper with John Kassir returning as the voice of the Crypt Keeper. Oh, hello, Fright fans. I've been feeling a little burned out lately, so I'm taking a last-minute vacation. I want to go someplace that's relaxed and scare-free. But where? Where? Ah, here's a place with fond memories. Shriekport, Rhode Island. Just the place for a little R&R. Ah, rest and rigor mortis, that is. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, a child psychologist was employed to review the scripts for the cartoon, and the violence was obviously toned down with the gore being completely removed. It ran for three seasons on ABC starting in 1993. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In 1999, CBS brought the show back for 13 episodes as new tales from the Crypt Keeper. Unbelievably, three years before that, CBS also ran, get this, a children's game show called Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's Haunted House. This time, the Crypt Keeper, again voiced by Kassir, was the show's announcer as contestants competed against each other in physical challenges through a haunted house. The show was even nominated for a daytime Emmy for Outstanding Game Show in 1997, but it lost to The Price is Right. 
Broadcast from Universal Studios Florida, kiddies. It's Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's Haunted House. <laughs> it's time now for battling ghosts and surviving slimy swamps. Where every room presents another morbid challenge, another eerie and impossible mission for all those snoopy kids who dare to enter my chambers of horror. <laughs> and now our host, Steve Saunders. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's House of Style. This is Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's Haunted House, the adventure game that pits two teams against one another in five different challenges. But rewinding back to 1992. Big Screen Records released a soundtrack to Tales from the Crypt. The soundtrack included the series' theme song by Danny Elfman, as well as some instrumental tracks from various episodes. But it also included... The Crypt Jam. <laughs> Welcome, kiddies. Would you like to dance to death? All you have to do is come to the Crypt Keeper's party. A monster bash, if you will. Come on down! <laughs> the Crypt Jam was written by Chucky Booker. Booker was the godson of Barry White. He was a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. In 1989, he released his debut album, Chucky, on Atlantic Records. He sang and played all the instruments on the album, and even scored a couple of hits on the R&B charts with Don't You Know I Love You and Turned Away, which went to number one on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart in July of 1989. video was even filmed for the Crypt Jam, featuring the mandatory 90s hip-hop dancing girls and a keyboard-playing Crypt Keeper dressed in 90s attire. The video was available as an extra in the Season 3 DVD set, and you can also currently find it on YouTube. Oh, and let's not forget the horn-playing zombies. also included some clips from the series that showed familiar faces like Kyle McLaughlin and John Lovitz. It stinks! And of course, once again, John Kassir voiced the Crypt Keeper. Keep on dancing, just watch the nails, and make sure you don't step on the cat's tail. As the excitement grows more and more, through the night it becomes hardcore. So don't miss out, because it's a smash. And dance those feet 
running ash. There's no reason for you to scram. Cause this is the Crip Jam. The promo single that was released also included five alternate mixes for the song, including an instrumental and an a cappella version. On September 6th of this year, Enjoy the Ride Records reissued the original music from Tales from the Crypt album that featured the Crypt Jam. Limited to 500 copies pressed on what EnjoyTheRideRecords.com describes as Bloody Massacre colored vinyl. And as of the time of this recording, there are still some available at EnjoyTheRideRecords.com. It's a pretty gorgeous piece of vinyl, so take a look at that. Dance! For years, M. Night Shyamalan was working on a reboot of Tales from the Crypt for cable network TNT. But in late 2018, it was reported that the reboot was officially dead due to legal issues that were unable to be resolved. Tales from the Crypt is one of the few original HBO shows to not be streaming on HBO Go or HBO Now. However... The Crypt Jam is streaming on Spotify and Apple Music if you want to hear the whole thing. Oh, and by the way, this wasn't the only music that the Crypt Keeper ever released. On the first day of Crypt, Miss Michael Love gave to me a trip to the mortuary. On the second day of Crypt, Miss Michael Love gave to me two murderous shoves and a trip to the mortuary. On the third day of Crypt, Miss Michael Love gave to me